Welcome back to your August edition of Slimming Stories. If you're listening to this episode today, you'll be hearing one of my many guests I've had the pleasure of interviewing on the show so far. I'll be here throughout the month of August with seven podcast episodes that will really help you to see what's truly possible when you commit to achieving your goals. And throughout August, I'll be busy interviewing new guests all set to end the year on a high. And I just want to say a big thank you for those who have taken the time to offer feedback on the Enchanted Forest hypnotherapy download. I'm really pleased to hear that it's really helped you to feel relaxed and calm and that was always my intention. And I'm really passionate about my new hypnotherapy and coaching business. And it's been a really, really busy time for me and I guess exciting too. And I'm now working with clients in America and the UK and seeing change work for clients is such, honestly, it's such a great feeling. And I could literally talk about it all day, which made me think that this could have the makings of a new podcast. So I will be test driving a new podcast that doesn't even have a name yet. That's how new it is. And so this won't be available yet to listen to on iTunes or Spotify you will need to be on my email subscription list to hear this. And what I really want to do is just demystify hypnotherapy because this really can help complement a weight loss journey and fitness journey. There's so many health benefits when listening to hypnotherapy that can bring about motivation, change work. And whether that's because you're looking to run a marathon or be focused on your goal, or whether you you know just looking to, to quit smoking to benefit your health. And for any listeners that suffer with anxiety, honestly, with all of the work that I've done with clients that do suffer with anxiety, hypnotherapy is simply life-changing. And I'll be talking about that more on the new podcast episodes. And all you need to do to be part of this is simply click on the link in the show notes, and this will take you straight over sign up for my new email list and in return you'll receive the Enchanted Forest download for free so you can experience it for yourself. So whatever you're doing over the summer holiday I'm really wishing you the best time, really looking forward to September when there'll be some brand spanking new podcast episodes for Slimming Stories. So send him my love, stay safe and until then take care. And it's safe feeling I try and say this to my partner you carry yourself in a different way. You dress yourself in a different way. I mean, I'm glad you see me now because I'm in my scrubs. <laughs> but, you know, like I would try on clothes now that I wouldn't dreamed of picking up before because it just gives you a newfound confidence. And I don't mean I'm walking around in hot pants and a hot top because I'm absolutely not. But you just feel a different kind of comfort in yourself that no one can ever explain to you. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Slimming Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham-West. I'd just like to start by thanking everyone that has listened and downloaded the Slimming Stories podcast. I was really surprised this week to see that my downloads had gone to 3,000, which I think around 24 days ago it was at 2,000. So that is just that is just amazing. I was totally overwhelmed when I saw the stats come through and I didn't really know what to say. I did post about it on Instagram, but uh, yeah, that was really a bit of a surprise, definitely a nice surprise. And just thank you so much. You know, this is my homegrown podcast. I record this in a converted laundry room. <laughs> everything that you hear is recorded by myself. I edit everything, produce everything. Everything that you read, which you might have guessed already that I've, I've got a bit of a 
dyslexia is by myself too but I don't let that stop me I just keep doing the recordings and I do put them out and people are enjoying that which is which is fantastic news and I'm so so proud of myself and I'm also very proud of all of the guests that have taken their time to allow me to record their slimming journey. Honestly, I've met so many interesting people and the stories I think you'll find are truly inspiring. Today's guest is just what we need, just to lift us up and make us realise that weight loss is actually possible. We can do this, despite everything that's happening around us at the moment. We really can do this. We just need to focus and we can pull this out of the bag. Now, I know the weather's getting warmer and I know this is a time where we kind of panic a little bit, don't we? We get a bit of a taste, don't we, of, of what's to come in the summer and how manageable this is when perhaps we're not the weight that we wanted to be in the summer. Maybe our extra pounds make things a bit more difficult in the summer with the heat and then wondering what to wear because we've got to get rid of our jumpers and all the baggy stuff. So if you're in a, a slight panic as to what's going to happen because you're not really at target or you've not really committed to your fitness plan, I'd like to just sit and listen to Ashley Sterling. Ashley is our guest today on Slimming Stories and she's got a lovely story to tell. She's also a 2020 bride-to-be. <laughs> if you think you've got stress, can you imagine that? And yeah, when you listen to her, she's just so calm and confident about it all. And I really do hope that her October wedding does go to plan. And I hope all this just, just calms down and we can get back to some normality. Grab your coffee, grab your tea, whatever you're choosing to, to drink at the moment. Maybe it's water. Maybe you're going to surprise me. And listen to Ashley. She's super confident, but she just go into detail about how that wasn't always the case. Here's introducing Ashley to Slimming Stories. So I think it probably resonates with a lot of people when I say that I've been a yo-yo dieter. Like you said yourself earlier, I've tried all the different diets, the shakes, the plans, the starve yourself for this long, eat just this and this and nothing else. Um, and with those plans, the weight comes off, but then obviously it's not sustainable. So it all goes back on again and more. And I did that for many, many years. And my partner's mum actually lost a lot of weight and hit her target with Slimming World. And it's one that I hadn't tried for whatever reason. It wasn't strict enough for me. It wasn't crazy enough for me. I liked the ones that were like, for example, I ate tuna and pineapple, just tuna and pineapple for like two weeks solid, like stupid diets like that. I needed strict things. But obviously, they don't work. So my mother-in-law-to-be, like I said, she hit Target with Swimming World and I thought I'd give it a go. So me and my partner went to Swimming World Group in November 2016 was when I walked through the doors for the first time. And to kind of speed that up a little bit, my first week, I remember thinking there's not a chance in hell I'm going to lose weight eating the food that I'm eating. Like this isn't, you know, there's no restrictions here. Well, obviously, you know, you have to be a bit more mindful of, your, of like what you're eating, but portions, you know, you know how it works. You can eat what you want. And on my first week, I lost four pounds. And I was like, okay, this actually works. And I've had potatoes, I've had pasta, I've had rice, I've had all the things that you're normally told not to have. February in 2017, I fell pregnant with my little boy. All planned and all good, all, all good news. And I was only an about what to do with Slimming World because obviously I started Slimming World with weight to lose and that wasn't going to change just because I was pregnant. I was told it's absolutely safe and fine to continue Slimming World and I got my midwife's approval and I carried on doing Slimming World throughout my pregnancy. People that don't understand the plan found that hard to understand. They, they couldn't understand why are you trying to lose weight when you're pregnant but they forget the bigger picture of the fact that I had weight to lose before I was pregnant. So I kind of brushed their comments off 
and continue doing it. And it was the best decision I'd ever made because I was eating proper food throughout my pregnancy. So not only was I giving myself good food, I was giving my baby good food. And when I had him, he was a nice, healthy, chunky, nine pound six baby, three weeks early. <laughs> so you could tell he wasn't being restricted from his food. <laughs> and I was only seven pounds heavier when I got weighed after having him than I was when I found out I was pregnant. So I'd only gained seven pound excess weight, which I thought was amazing. So yeah, so I had him, obviously new mum life here. I'm a mum of one at the moment and faffed around a little bit. And then in January after he was born, I didn't want to be, it sounds really bad and I don't mean this in any offence to anybody, but I didn't want people to look at me and think, oh, she's let herself go since she's had a little boy. Like, I just didn't want people to have that perception of me. So in January, I thought, right, I'm going to pull my finger out. I'm going to get back on swimming world. I didn't really have a good run at it because I'm self pregnant. Let's go. And that's when I started my Instagram account. My friend, a friend of mine had an Instagram account doing the same thing. And I thought, yeah, if I have to be accountable to whoever, obviously it was like five, 10, 15 followers at the time. I thought if I have to post to somebody else what I'm eating, I'm either going to not eat it or I'm going to be embarrassed that I've caved or piled my face with food. And I 100% believe that my Instagram account is what helped get me to get me to my target because at work, you used to have cakes all the time and biscuits and donuts. And if I saw it and I thought, oh, if I eat that, I'm going to have to tell the world that I've eaten that donut. So actually, I'm not going to have it today. Um, and I was, I was always honest, always honest. I didn't like the idea of saying I'd eaten all these amazing meals, but yeah, I hadn't lost weight on weigh day. Everybody would be like, but she's eaten all these Slimming World meals. So how has she not lost weight? That would be because I was binging behind the scenes. So I was 100% truthful on my Instagram. And along with that came the need to make it look pretty <laughs> like I quite yeah. like seeing things look nice there's nothing wrong with a bowl full of stew as long as it tastes good but for me yeah. I wanted it to look appealing so I'm sort I'm sure if you scroll back to my first few pictures they won't be as enticing <laughs> as they are now <laughs> but I am a mum of one and I'm a full-time worker when this coronavirus isn't happening so all the meals that I make are around my little boy and my partner that does shift work I try and make meals that aren't too complicated if they've got too many ingredients I can't be bothered I switch off right. I'm not interested I look down a recipe and I'm like 15 20, no next which is why the Slimming World Take 5 book for me was a winner because you don't need any more than five ingredients yeah um so yeah and, uh, and so a lot of my meals are are made around him and I like to batch cook a lot which obviously helps with the busy week that you've got ahead so we yeah. like to make a big bolognese or a big chili but it's all really simple foods and obviously if you see my Instagram you'll see that I do have the help of the, the spice kits I don't know if I can say who they are. Yeah, say whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the JD seasonings is one that I to, and I have tried lots of others, and they're they've all been great, and they make life a bit easier as well because it tells you how to cook stuff yeah. on the packet, and you know you just add the seasoning. So that that's really helped as well. And then over time, I followed a lot of accounts that have inspired me. I see beautiful looking food and think I want to make that, and that's where I get my ideas from. So whenever somebody tags me in a post saying I made these hash browns today after seeing them on Ashley's Instagram it gives me that like warm fuzzy feeling like yes I've given somebody an idea mm. that maybe they would have eaten a McDonald's hash brown and wasted however many sins that is when now I've shown them there is a way you can still have that lovely food yeah it's just about how you make it so I was adamant that I was going to stick to it I used the food diary as well as my online one I used like a ring bound one and then wrote everything down and in six months I lost three stone and hit my first target and in- including that I was strict so if there was occasions like going out for dinner I would be really mindful about what I had. Now I'm at target probably a little bit less so. I'd probably be more inclined to eat what I fancied. As at the time, I would pick 
the non-creamy pasta dish and I wouldn't have a dessert and I, and I wouldn't have a bottle of wine with everybody else. But that's because I was, I needed to get to Target. I was doing this for yeah. me and those restrictions, you know, if you, if you always did what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. So I needed to make those changes to get there. Like in, I remember in the World Cup, I was watching, I'm not a massive football fan, but my partner is. And I'll, I'll get into it with the World Cup. And I was sitting there measuring out my gin and I'm thinking, what kind of person have I become measuring out my gin? But I needed to get to Target and it worked. It was making those small changes that work. And then lowered my target by another half a stone and then got that a few weeks later. And I've been maintaining ever since. So yeah, that's a roundabout story. <laughs> so what size was you when you started your journey? So when I started my slimming world journey, I was a size 16. I believe at some point I've been bigger. I find the odd picture that I thought had escaped me. <laughs> and, I'm, okay. and I know I was bigger. But when I started my slimming world journey, I was size 16. And I'm now a size 8. My goodness. Did you ever, ever think that you would ever be in a size eight never in a million years and that was never my aim necessarily obviously when you start your weight loss journey you have a figure in your head you have no idea what you're going to look like at that number on the scales but you pick a number because you know you do want to see a certain number on the scales and I always say to people they ask me for my advice when you get close to it you'll start to realize actually you might be happier with a little bit higher or you might want to go a little bit lower the close size I just wanted to be in a, a comfortable 10 I wouldn't have minded a 12 so as I kept losing weight and the numbers kept going down, I remember going shopping with my partner and picking up a size 12, whatever, pair of trousers um, and trying them on and then being too big. So getting the 10 and being too big. And he was like, when will you open your eyes and see that you are now a size eight? And it took months. It took months. Mm. I would always go into the shop and automatically pick up a size that I thought I was. And he had to like shake me and say, you've done this. You've worked hard. You've, you've now got to this size. And I still find it crazy. I never, I never believed it but it also makes me want to drill it into other people. You absolutely can achieve it if that's what you want to do. Absolutely. But you can't look at where you are now and think, oh, I'm not going to be a size eight next week, so it's not going to work. You need to set yourself mini goals in between. Mm. But yes, at the beginning, no, I didn't ever think that I'd be there and and I am. and And it's a great feeling. And I try and say this to my partner, you carry yourself in a different way. You dress yourself in a different way. I mean, I'm glad you can see me now because I'm in my scrubs. <laughs> but, you know, like I would try on clothes now that I wouldn't dreamed of picking up before because it just gives you a newfound confidence. And I don't mean I'm walking around in hot pants and a crop top because I'm absolutely not. But you just feel a different kind of comfort in yourself that no one can ever explain to you. Mm. And it's really hard to try and get that across to somebody. Talking to you today, and obviously we're on a video conference call, you, to me, come across as somebody super confident, assertive. I can't imagine you never having any confidence in any situation at any size. So how have you changed with your newfound confidence around your food? Thank you. I guess at my old self, I would have just eaten anything and everything. Like, I didn't care. I didn't like how I looked. I'd live in leggings and a baggy top that was my go-to like nothing nothing clingy nothing oh god no I would never wear a tight-fitted t-shirt or anything like that and as I started to eat the food that you can eat on Slimming World and realizing that it's not what you eat that does the harm it's how you cook it and what and I know that Slimming World doesn't concentrate on portion sizes but you know it, it does when it comes to your snacks so whereas I probably wouldn't eat in a family bar of Cadbury's dairy milk mm. now I know that I can have a dairy milk but it'll be a normal size one when I started to see that I could eat these kind of things and still enjoy life and losing the weight, 
I guess it kind of it just opens your eyes in a different way. So the newfound confidence, like that's why I say when I try and cook meals now, I want them to look appealing if they've got chocolate stuff over the top or they're swimming in sauce or whatever because I know it works. I think that's where the confidence comes from. Like I've done it mm. and I've proved to myself, it doesn't matter about anybody else, I've proved to myself that it works. So the confidence kind of comes with, is it not a smugness, but you're kind of like, well, I've done it. So yeah. I'm confident in it because I know it. I've done it myself. Does that make sense? I know, it's a bit hard to explain, but does that make sense? So you, you, you feel confident that this works and you can do it. So you can, you, you wanted to display this beautiful food to, to like motivate other people. Exactly that. Exactly that. And just to prove that you don't have to eat a piece of chicken and, and lettuce to lose weight. So I don't know if you're aware that I used to be a consultant myself. I've had, I had to stop due to my new job asking me to work different hours, blah, blah, blah. Right. Not because I didn't enjoy it. Um, I, I was absolutely gutted to give it my group. But I felt that when I was doing a new members talk, I wanted to be so, so passionate about trying to explain to people that you don't have to live on chicken and salad to mm. lose weight. If that's what you want to eat, absolutely fine. But they couldn't get their head around... So I don't need to have my potatoes. And I'm like, you absolutely don't. It's how you cook them. Don't smother them in goose fat and you can have as many as you want. Mm. So I think my passion behind my pictures is that like I'm trying to make a heartwarming home cooked dinner look appealing and people go, I can have yeah. that curry. Yes, you absolutely. I can have that burger. Yes, you can. As long as you haven't had 15 sandwiches earlier in the day, that kind of thing. So I yeah. think that's where that comes from. And your dad's been helping you as well, hasn't he, to <laughs> inspire you. I want your dad to go into my kitchen and cook this uh, this lamb curry. It looks amazing, honestly. Your I dad's, lost your dad's brilliant. I've lost count of how many people have watched that video and remade his curry. So he stays with me at the beginning of the year every year. And um, I was trying to open his eyes. He doesn't need to lose any weight or anything like that. No. But I was just trying to open up his eyes. into Because people go swimming world, oh, that's boring. You're on a diet. And I was mm. trying to prove to him yeah do you know what? It's, it is a diet like obviously it's a lifestyle change but I was trying to prove to him that the food that I ate was still amazing so I wanted him to teach me his fat filled lamb curry that I had made Slimming World which is what the video was about like I told yeah. him to cut the fat off I told him to use fry light and you can see in the video that he's like yeah, okay <laughs> it doesn't work. It, he? <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's none of it at first but then he he realizes actually yeah okay you're right it does still taste good and I've made him campfire stew is one that him and his partner absolutely love and obviously that's sin free and he can't believe that I can eat that kind of thing I love proving my dad wrong (laughs) which doesn't happen very often (laughs) so yeah I try and get him involved it's so nice to to be able to eat food that is real and especially when you can cook batch cook food and and it's lovely as well and like tonight so I I really like the fake away the the pizza yeah we do that a lot so I've just done that for my husband and my son and I had a smaller portion but it's something that I've got my son into um, yeah like, like the bolognese as well it originally was it really into like dolmio and now he prefers my sauce it opens your eyes up to cooking again doesn't it and how actually yes. cooking's not that difficult it's definitely um, made me find the love for cooking again because I was like yourself Domio easy job done and you know what those you can still have those jars if you're sitting in it and stuff but it's just trying to show you that you can save those sins and enjoy what you really want to enjoy like your gin or your chocolate or your crisps and still have an amazing meal and it's great and this is another thing I love about it is it's great for the family I don't cook any different for my little boy or my partner we all eat exactly the same that's it and I've I've tried to come off sugar for Lent honestly i interviewed a lady at the beginning of the year and she explained how reducing sugar can help 
with okay. putting the cravings and I'm probably not going to explain this very well <laughs> I'm not a nutritionist but basically <laughs> it was all about that spike about I can have sugar shoot up and yeah. then instead of leveling out with the sugar levels like shoot down so I was basically living off lots and lots of sugar and it's so easy at the lunchtime and I'm thinking right I need to go to Aztecs I need a toilet break and then think oh, I'll just take away some cupcakes or a bar of chocolate yeah. and I wasn't really spending time in sitting down and eating like a pro- proper food and I found that since Lent because I was thinking god this is going to be absolutely awful I'm not going to be able to do this I'm so addicted to chocolate and other things and it wasn't like I was saying right okay I'm going to cut out chocolate for Lent it was lots and lots of things obviously yeah. that contain sugar so baked beans um oh, wow. tomatoes all of that to contain sugar but I found that since I've done this, that I've not got that big drop. So yeah. I don't actually crave it. I've not had, I've not had chocolate since Lent or or like a big um, stodgy cream cake or anything like that with icing sugar on. No sugar. And I've, I've, I've now taken like a plant-based sugar. Um, yeah. So I'm not getting those highs and drops. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really good. And the good thing, what you said about having the food and really enjoying the food, is I use my sins, I should say it, I don't know if I should say that slimming world might be ever saying that word. <laughs> I, uh, my extra calories, let's say. Uh, so I use that with like garlic butter okay. because I'm not having the other things for sugar yeah. snack. But no, it's lovely to have a meal that you really enjoy and that people can envy, isn't it? It's just, yeah. It is, it is lovely. And how do we get ourselves into that frame of mind? Like you said, you've been a consultant and some people couldn't get their head around it. How do you get your, your head into that frame of mind where you accept? that this is a, a lifestyle change. I was going to say, don't, don't let me fool you and make you think that I smashed six months, get my second target, I'm living the life of Riley. It's still a battle. It's, I still have to really think about the things that I'm eating. Because if I didn't, I would just go back to my old habits of picking up whatever I need to. And I think for some people, it will be a battle forever, almost. And I don't, battle's probably the wrong word. I don't want people to think that they're going to, be struggling forever because that's not what I mean but you know if you've had a certain relationship with food for your entire life you're not going to change that overnight it's going to you know it's going to be the same again the other way before it's almost natural so making it a way of life I think when you see it working and you realize you're not actually missing out on all that much and did you need to have five bags of crisps when one's actually enough I think that's when it becomes a way of life when you see the results and there will always be slips. There will always be times when you just can't help, but finish the family bag of crisps because you know, life gets in the way. The situation that we're all in at the minute, I'm sure a lot of people have fallen off the wagon and I use that phrase lightly, but you know what I mean? Because you know, people do turn to food for foot, but I just think that when you start to see the results and realize that you're not missing out on everything, it becomes a lifestyle because you don't want to go back to where you was when you get close to target as well. You think, I don't want to go back to, the me that I didn't like mm. so it's, it, that motivates you just to go on and, and, and get to target and I know some people find that particular time difficult um, yeah that, that's the time where they can yo-yo up and down from that point is it trying to to get to target and I think sometimes for me I think the scales can be kind of a an hindrance and it's it's easy just yeah. to keep trying on a pair of jeans and, and feeling the the size go down rather than focus on that on that number or even weigh yourself like once a month yeah 100% and it it kind of goes back to what I was saying when I said you know you pick you pick a number out of the blue that you want to be but actually don't know how you're going to feel when you get there clothes and photos for me was a massive I've kept 
one pair of my size 16 trousers as a kind of reminder of what how big I used to be and I put them on and I'm like this is crazy but you talking about the number on the scales being a hindrance I absolutely could not agree more when I was two pound away from target I was so desperate to get to target so desperate that I started to almost cheat the plan so I'd stop having my sins I'd have sp days where I'd never had them before all the things that I did that got me to where I was at, I started to go, oh, well, if I want to get that two pound off next week, I'm, I can't have carbs this week. And actually it took me, like, I kind of stayed the same for a while. My body was kind of like, what are you doing? Mm. And it was so frustrating because of that number every week when I was getting weighed, I kind of had to give myself a slap and go, go back to basics. Stop trying to cheat the plan. Go back to what you know. Like SP days work for some people. Just something that didn't really work like I didn't particularly like for myself like my carbs and stuff so I went back to spam the following week I got my target um but it was getting hung up on that number yeah so and really was that was that two pounds going to make much of a difference to my clothes absolutely not but I was so set in my mind of hitting that three stone exactly so yeah it can be a bit of a hindrance and I know some people like to blind way I couldn't do that because I'm too nosy but if you can (laughs) blind way I think that's amazing yeah definitely now you've had those dress sizes change. How was it with the, the trying on the, the bridal gown? It was amazing. So I've always had this kind of vision that I'll be trying on my dress and then be like, right, I've got X amount of months to lose X amount of weight to look or feel how I want to feel. So I got to target before we'd actually got engaged. Cause like I said, I wanted to do it for me, etc. Um, But going bridal shopping and putting on a dress and looking exactly how you wanted to look in it it was just such a great feeling like you you put I tried on all these dresses and they all looked absolutely wonderful because they're obviously wedding dresses are just gorgeous and then when I put on that one and to be able to turn around and think I don't need to do anything this is how I'm going to look and I didn't have that worry obviously I've got the small worry of gaining weight (laughs) Um, and not fitting but it was it was incredible Uh, yeah it was such a great feeling can't wait to see the photographs i really can't wait to see the photographs you're stunning thank anyway you. but i can't wait to see you in a gown it will be thank you <laughs> it will be lovely and your little boy is he going to be page boy yes he is or part of the groom's party whatever you want to call it he's going to have a suit that matches the the men so i can't wait to see him. he's going to be a week before he's three so um i can't oh wait to see goodness. him in a suit that would be absolutely gorgeous so yeah. for anybody that's listening that has heard of all about your fantastic food where can they find <laughs> on instagram my Instagram name or Instagram handle is Ashley underscore SW and that's A-S-H-L-I underscore SW. I don't intend on changing that name even when I get married because it doesn't involve my last name. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, and yeah, if anybody ever sees anything on there and I haven't put a recipe or a sin value and they can't find it, they can always just drop me a message. I'm, I like to, to think, someone messaged me the other day and thanked me for messaging them back and I said... I don't know why you're thanking me. Of course, I messaged you back. And they said, oh, with your following, I didn't think you would. And I don't like to think of myself as any different to when I first started. I'm just little old me, blogging my little old food. It just happens to have inspired quite a few people. But I'm always there to help. I think you do get that, don't you? Some people, when they have a certain number, whether it's because they're so busy, but they just won't reply. And I think with my podcast as well, I've, I've interviewed people that have got, 50 odd thousand followers and people have got 200 followers and to me it's all about the story it's not about 
you know, let's not get into ego. Let's just yeah, let's the number just, really doesn't matter. Just people, it really doesn't really matter. Yeah, we're just exactly. people with an Instagram account, so that, that's, exactly. that's all it needs to be. So, thank you so much for joining me today, Ashley. I know you're a busy lady, and I know you've got a little one to to tuck up in bed, and I've got my okay. pizza to enjoy. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You take care. Thank you. Another great story, and it's definitely what we need. We just need to be motivated, don't we, just for our week going forward and all of this chaos, just to find the focus. And I think Ashley has helped us all to do that. If you've enjoyed listening to Ashley on today's podcast, you can follow Ashley on Instagram at Ashley, spelled A-S-H-L-I underscore S-W. And I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. If you're enjoying listening to Slimming Stories and if this is something that floats your boat, if it's something that you can relate to, I would love if you could hit subscribe. Wherever you listen to the podcast, that would really help me. It would help me get recognised within the podcast charts and would mean the world. I keep saying that, don't I? (laughs) Honestly, I feel like I'm on repeat. But like I said, I'm an homegrown podcaster, so it is what it is. But basically, in short, I would love you to subscribe. And then each week you would receive the next podcast episode into your inbox. So for now, stay safe, take care until next time. 